1: Welcome back. If you've been listening all week. It's been an epic week. <laughs> Best looking radio audience in the world. <laughs> Best
2: looking radio host in the world right now, oh, hey, hey, yeah. What I'm Ooh, talking you have about. To say to that? That's what I'm <laughs> that's talking what I about. To say to that. Yes. I get that shirt. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta love Celebrity
2: Jeopardy. Greatest line, greatest line ever. Can I say it? it? Yeah, you can say it. Let it hey. snow.
1: Yeah, Sean, I actually did dump that. I thought you were gonna say the one of my shirt.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> I asked you if I could say it. You, you I thought know.
1: you were talking about the one of my shirt.
2: Oh, suck it, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll be quiet we for 20 s- seconds till <laughs> the duckling feels back I up.
1: might be wrong, but I don't believe we can say T-I-T-S on air. It has to be
2: T-E-A-T-S mm-hmm. teats. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, like okay.
2: on a on a dog cow. or a cow. Or a cow. W- would it be called teats on a cow yeah. On an udder? That, that's part. I, I, when I was younger, we did uh, judging. You judge dairy cattle. And yeah. that would it, it mean... You judge the utter? It, you laugh and think it's funny, but... It is a little funny. You you had dairy character, which is uh, you want a Holstein cow to be thin. You don't yeah. want them to be putting on fat. You want them to turn every bite of food that they eat into milk. Okay. Is what you want. So you want the cow to be thin. Oh, and by the way, Seth Spotlow is also here. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's the definition of a good teat? A good teat is about three inches long. Yeah, and and you want your you you judge your udder attachments, the rear udder attachment, the fore udder. You want a flat fore udder coming out and a high rear udder attachment, because what happens is just like with women, the older they get, the more they sag. I'm not being funny; I'm being serious. No, you're talking about cows, but if you got a if you got a, a if your four udder attachment is weak, mm-hmm. the older they get, the more calves they have. The 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 bag we call it, yeah. the the four udders, right, which constitute the bag. The bag gets old. It's going it to drop, consents. and then they, it gets in the mud, and it leads to. I, I'm just y- y- y'all are not don't care about this at no, all. No, you're such a country boy. I what, do care. Though. What happens is is the lower it gets. A, it's harder to milk them, and B, it gets more uh, mud and dirt on it, and that leads to infections w- within the udder, and your somatic cell count goes up right. in your milk, and, and that mm. makes the milk uh, basically rot, if you want to put it that way, earlier. And so you want them to have that. You judge their feet. You want them to be high in the pasterns. You want a cow to stand up like she's a ballet dancer and have tight pasterns and be high on her pasterns and walk around. No, (laughs) given... uh, I work on a farm, man. You work on a farm, so? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, you want the cow, but a beef cow is different. You want a beef cow to put on a little bit of weight so she can get through the winter better. You're not concerned about milk production. I don't usually do
1: this, but um, I usually just act. just do what I'm going to do. But knowing that you are a long time dairy farmer that you have expertise in this field I'm not making a joke here you actually know what you're talking about when it comes to cows and milking cows, judging cows when it comes to dairy products what would be your reaction if I went like, oh this yoga thing has really changed who I am I just picked up the other day my own nut bag my own little nut bag and I'm going to start squeezing my own almond milk What's your opinion of almond
2: milk? It's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. I, I would like to say you're not my friend anymore, but it's really pretty good because. Uh, what kind of milk do you drink? I've, cow milk, man. Okay, I mean, I'm just <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, are you a sellout? Do you go to the store and get two percent? No, hey, well, no, no, uh-uh. man. Uh, raw milk and there's a complete difference in raw milk and whole milk. Really? Real, uh, yeah, whole milk is.
0: I like a, whole milk.
2: That's a lie. That is a that is a freaking lie. It's not whole milk. Is it even thicker? N- yes. Yeah. R- raw milk, real milk is a lot thicker. See, our cows' uh, milk is is based on what's called butterfat content. Right. And uh, welcome to Agriculture Hour on the Joy Radio Clark Show. But uh, milk is, and you're paid. There's a a sliding scale on your butterfat content. That cream is the best way to translate that. Well, two mm-hmm. percent milk is two percent butterfat. Whole milk is two point two five to two point five butterfat content. Our cows. Our average was like 3.75. Woo! Huge difference. You think about the difference Woo! in 2% and 1% from whole to real milk. Woo! That's the difference in milk. I mean, you had to chew it up sometime. It was so <laughs> oh, thick. I mean, almost yellow. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm not know. kidding. Oh, wow. Oh great stuff. Miss that know. that's the one thing I miss oh, about dairy farming yeah. Yeah. is real raw milk. Have you ever had that stuff? No, I haven't. I haven't either. I, I, I don't know if it I change your life. I'm it, thinking about is like somebody, eggnog, right? Is that
3: com- It's it's
2: car- it's car- not, car- not car- quite that consistency. Now if you take eggnog and put enough bourbon in it, you can get the consistency about the same. Mm, okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's not quite that thick. But it's uh, it's a complete different product than what you buy at the store. Once you homogenize it and pasteurize it, it changes. Yeah. It changes it so much. I have a problem with milk though, lately.
1: Not that I don't like it. It's that I like it too much, too much. It's like I can't just pour. Like this is a normal cup. It's Six, a normal sixteen, 16 ounce. ounce cup. Yeah. If you poured milk into this cup. I wouldn't just take a sip. I would I drink the whole damn thing. Kill it. Mm-hmm. And then 30 minutes later I'd be like, mm, I still want some milk. And I'd pour another one and drink the whole damn thing. To where it's like, maybe a few hours later, I've made a terrible mistake. Like I think I'm addicted to milk. I'm a binge milk drinker. It's it's good for you, man.
2: See how big and strong I am? <laughs> I've never broken a bone in my body. Well, true. Hey. Nor have I.
1: Hey. Nor have I. I've never broken a bone. I've never gone through that process. I've sprained my back before because I had a coach going, no, son, here's how you squat. We're in the weight room. We're in the weight room. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah. And no, and it's the way I have long legs. So like in a natural squat position, my head's a little bit forward. But I've got a square base and you go on down, you squat, you come back up. He wanted me to be like straight backs where my back was arching. And then go down. And of course, I sprained my damn back. Brilliant, Coach. Brilliant. I'm not even going to call him out, but it just makes me angry to this day. (sighs) That was a great visual aid for radio. (laughs) What? What? I felt like doing a squat, okay? I felt like doing a squat. I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. I'm just more basking in the glory of this week. And both of you were a part of it. Apparently
2: dairy cows.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: That's you're, you're going to talk about.
3: Uh, so. I, I feel like the Pinto between the 18-wheelers. <laughs> really? Yeah, totally.
2: You're, you feel uncomfortable? No, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just the Pinto. Okay. You guys are the big boys. I'm just. Yeah, we have a bit of uh, I, I was. I tell you this. I was surprised. And this is something that fascinates me, is when you meet somebody's voice. Yeah. And you see them face-to-face, what they really look like. I remember the first time I met Joey... Was probably five or six years ago. He was sitting at the bar at Midtown Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, and I just heard his voice, and I was like, "That's Joey Clark." And I indeed it and, is. And it, I, I introduced myself to him, and I talked to him. And I don't think I even called the radio station at that time. And I was like, "Man, I thought you was like a." Three hundred and fifty pound dude with this, and this was before he started back wearing his glasses, wearing glasses, and I was just shocked at what he. And I was real shocked when I met you the other night (laughs) because I'm I'm looking for uh, a honky with a beard, yeah, and (laughs) he he shaved it. He he was clean shaven. I'm like, who is this white dude with long hair with a kid?
1: (laughs) (sighs) So y'all met. Emily's birthday? Yeah. Okay. Nice. I,
3: I I don't know. I I saw you and it, it just kind of clicked. And I was like, "Hey, let me go say what's up." And I had my kid, so I was kind of 90. So did
2: I look like you thought I would look?
3: Yeah. You're you're I, really? I, I your your profile picture it,
2: you look Oh, real, yes, right. You so you'd see faces. me on Facebook. Well, you are
3: you, a little skinnier in person. Your face looks a little chubby.
2: Well, it's when I have my beard. Oh, okay. Uh, that's yeah. the difference. Uh,
1: hmm. So I'm looking at you two, and let me guess. Sunday night, y'all are watching the Oscars, right? Oh, <laughs> Simpsons.
2: And I've got the grill running right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, what goes good with the Oscars? Like a nice big, We're batch tailgate of sausage all Kineca. day long. Kaneka. Yeah. Oh, Yo, you make that Kaneka candy. Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what's oh, fun. I mean, While these stars spend millions of dollars making sure their bodies look correct, they have the right clothes, the right makeup, even the guys. It's like uh, tootsie Fruitsie, like, what? Really?
3: I love seeing the ones with too much uh, plastic surgery. Yeah, oh, it's oh, awesome.
1: Oh, and it's just too far gone. Like and nothing moves point. but their mouth. Right. And it's all like... <laughs> right, it's that stretched back look. It's not normal. Not at all. It's like you see these beautiful women, and then like ten years later, they tried and
2: it didn't work. Well, and there are women who age gracefully without ever doing any of that crap, and, and they look beautiful. And that's what I don't understand. I mean, that's that's what you should do. Well, and it's just
1: especially, like I think there's more pressure put on, especially women in Hollywood, like actresses, to stay beautiful. Uh, I understand I think that. With, what I don't understand is the guys. Like, men, especially if you're, like, the leading man and you start to age, you just get more weathered and chiseled or whatever in the face. Like, you can you can make it work. I don't get these guys who do that, like, tuck back. Like, but their face does look like it's been pulled back, too much Botox shot into it.
2: Dude, my hairline would be beyond my rear end if I pulled all these wrinkles out of my head right now. <laughs> I don't get it, but what goes great
1: with all of that? Oh, Whitened teeth, all the trainers that went into just that day on the red carpet, all the fashion. The best thing to do is to just be a
2: glutton at your house. Wear pajamas. Take a piece of Kaneka sausage and wrap a piece of bacon around it, roll it in brown sugar, and Ooh. stick it in the pan and cook it. Oh man! Every time That's I go what down, I'm talking about. <laughs> when I go down south,
3: I stop by the Kaneka plant. And it is, they have the all-natural Koneka.
2: It's Ooh. in a white package. Oh, man, it melts in your mouth. Oh, yeah. And you can smell it cooking from the <sighs> interstate. Do you have man. to cook it? Oh, yeah. It, like, summons <laughs> you.
0: <laughs>
3: when you drive by, there's that big cloud of smoke, and you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it. Right, what is it, wood chips, hickory, or some kind of chips?
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's hickory that oh, they use. Man, it's so nice. Mm, That's when I rolled the, the
3: window down, and I let the smoke in, and I roll it back Go, up. Uh, Wait, you're rolling the window down? Yeah. yeah.
1: That was rolling the window. Yeah. yeah to okay, uh, it looked like something <laughs> outside of the corner of uh, my eye. Uh, <laughs> do y'all have, like, a guilty pleasure food? Like something that you are a little hesitant to, uh, like a habit when it comes to your eating, that you might keep to yourself. But now that you're on this show, we've built up all this trust. I'd like to embarrass you.
3: I eat a whole bag of popcorn. Like mm, after a meal, I will eat an entire bag of popcorn.
2: That's fine. That's not that embarrassing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, what? But I don't, I don't know anything what would be embarrassing. Oh, yeah, anything cow. weird? Yeah, cow nuts. What? Yeah. Cow testicles. Yes. Really.
3: How do you do it? Raw? Grilled?
1: No. <laughs> Hell
3: no! You don't eat them raw. Come on,
2: man. No, you fry them. You fry them. Yeah. You take you take the how, testicle. How? Let I me mean, use proper. Yeah. How English? big are we talking here? Uh, generally, like a five hundred pound yearling is a perfect size because mm-hmm. they're about Like a golf ball. Uh, uh, no, no, uh-uh. they're they're elongated, uh, oh so my. they'll <laughs> like an egg. They'll be no, it's no because they they're on both ends. It's not ov- it's not oval. It's elongated. Okay, they'll, I, I would say they're what is that about three inches long? It's a good solid. three. And then the circumference is I uh, say like an inch and a quarter, inch and a half pipe. Is what it would be What's the the slang, Rocky Mountain oysters? Yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters, yeah. calf fries, people call them. But you take them, there's a, there's a skin you you have to clean them. Yeah, you, you freeze them. I'll tell you the whole way you you Do prepare it. them. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. You put them in the freezer and you freeze them, and then and I mean it, it's pretty nasty because they still got the little dangly thing where they were attached yeah. and all that. But there's like a skin shell on them. And you take and you cut down through that skin and you pop it open and there's a piece of meat on the inside, the actual organ itself. Sure. You pop it out and you just slice it up and I mean, a little like one and a half inch cubes or Even so. Bite-sized nuggets, yeah. And then you you fry them just like you fry fish. Oh. We take uh like Zatarans yeah fish stuff and you just put them in a bag and you shake them up. And then you throw them in a deep fryer, fry them exactly like you do fish. And then I have a hot sauce that I make. is a consistency like an oyster. It is, or like the, chicken. The, the The consistency is like uh, chicken liver. It's oh, it's yeah. that soft and tender. Right. But it tastes more like. Uh, I mean, there's no gristle or there's no nothing in it. And but the it, it tastes to me. You know, more like a, a a gizzard. It's got more of a meaty flavor to it than than that organ flavor that you get with with a liver. And then you take uh, you take hot sauce, butter, mm. lemon juice, mm-hmm. and my secret ingredient. And you make uh, your a hot sauce. Sec- the secret ingredient. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I can't tell all my secrets. And I guarantee you, if y'all two came down to the barn to a nut cooking, you would be reaching into the boiling grease to pull one out to get another one is how fast they go. You can't cook them fast enough. They taste so good. I
1: would have thought the cow testicles would be the secret ingredient enough. Like I'm
2: thinking of Iron Chef. Or no, something. The, the hot sauce really makes it though. Yeah, it's got wow. a little. It's got kind of a sweet kick to it. The way I make my hot I've sauce. I've never
1: done that. I'm trying to think of the weirdest things I've eaten. I mean, I like livers. Love them. I mean, I. Haven't. I can't. Oh, eat Chicken pepper. liver. I, I hate, them. hate them.
3: I love chicken livers.
1: Ever had uh, chicken hearts? Uh, yeah, I've had. i they Tasty. It. They're a little irony, but I like them no. if they're grilled correctly.
3: I mean, I've tried some gizzards. I don't like them because they're chewy. Uh. them for bait. Yeah. I'm going fishing Sunday, and I'm going to use some chicken livers and some gizzards.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of other weird crap I've eaten. There's some stuff I've seen at gas stations that I've never touched, like pickled pigs' feet. Oh, I. Those
2: big, pickled, hard boiled eggs. Yeah. Oh, the pickled eggs are great. Yeah. They are wonderful. Man, they are dynamite. I ate one of those
3: <laughs> eggs out of the jar at that motel up there at uh, on Pine Level. You know what I'm talking about? I <laughs> ate one of those <laughs>
2: eggs in <laughs> the jar. <laughs>
3: You know exactly what I'm talking about. They had those pickled eggs on the on the bar in the jar and I ate one and I, I don't I only remember like the beginning. I don't remember the end, but I know I finished it.
2: Did, did the girl go vacation on you and just reach her hand down in there and pull an egg out and hand it to you? It wasn't
3: a girl, it was an old man.
0: <laughs> what in the world? Oh
2: yeah. You know that
1: jar, that motel of their eggs? Oh, that sounds gross.
2: <laughs> Did it they have the beef out. jerky jar beside it? That was
3: had. I think it's past <laughs> tense. The only thing that was left was the pickled eggs, and
1: uh, it was good though. I mean, I had to try it once. Now I was watching this new Netflix show. It's called Ugly Delicious, and they take on like different ingredients or different styles of food. And one was about like the different varieties of fried chicken. How popular KFC is. In China, for instance, it's huge in China, more popular than a lot of the local brands. And, you know, every culture figured out, okay, that thing walking around in the yard, that's going to be dinner. Pretty, that's a universal thing. Every culture is eating fried chicken. But I never really thought about it. And they, did, they spent most of the show talking about it. It's like fried chicken has uh, racial implications or whatever like that. Yeah, it's something I'd never thought about. I wouldn't think it would have racial well, It only does if you make it... Well, the, what they went into than. is like... Yeah, You've you you
2: got to have a presupposition to come up with that. Yeah. I think chicken in America, chicken goes back to poor people. Yeah. Is what it, you know, goes to. Right. And and that's, you know, whether they be black or white, uh, that's got nothing to do with your race. You're just You're poor. Angry. And And at one time... Chicken poultry was the cheapest thing that you could buy. It was the easiest thing to raise. You didn't have to have a 100-acre right. farm to raise chickens. I mean, you can put a chicken coop in the back of your where your apartment is and raise a daggum chicken and eat it. I did. I had three, and I'd, I'd get about a dozen eggs every week and a half or so. Yeah. And then when they quit laying, you take the chicken, lop their head off, and you cook it for supper. Yeah. Now, do you ever have to deal with them when they're brooding?
1: Or what what it, is it? Like when a chicken just sits and they think the egg's gonna be turned into another chicken, but it's not a fertilizer. There's no
2: there's not been a rooster around. No, I I don't I don't deal with that. That's Coleman's job. Oh, really? He, he, he runs the chickens. Oh yeah, Coleman's got How old is he again? Coleman is he's he's uh, eleven. He's he'll be twelve. And he runs and the and chicken farm. Co- oh, he runs the chicken farm. And and what he does is he's also got some rabbits. And so... Yeah. So, it, this is serious. <laughs> so, uh, we've got... He, he went down, and there's a dude that lives on our place, and he's a trader. He goes up to that Tuck, uh auction. I don't know if y'all have ever been up there. No, I want to. Dude, y'all have got to go. It is freaking dynamite. You, you can be... They, they'll have a goat, an old car, <laughs> I mean, a couch. I an mean, old man handing <laughs> out pickled eggs. Dude, they sell everything up there, but, but Jim... Hey, he does a bunch of trading, so Coleman went down, and he catches a bunch of chickens one day. And Uncle Jamie builds a a, a chicken coop, and so he puts all the chickens in there, and he'll watch them chickens and the ones that aren't laying. He'll take him and he'll put them back out and go catch another one and put it in there. Yeah. Well, then he got him some rabbits, and we've got an old rabbit hutch, and he started raising rabbits. And and he has that boy has he has found and got up with people and sold them rabbits. It, and he'll trade them to Jim, the trader. He'll say, hey, I got two chickens ain't laying. I'll give you, you know, four baby rabbits. You give me two chickens, that will lay eggs, so we'll have eggs. And so they'll swap chickens out. And Jim, then he'll go shuck the chickens off on uh, some <laughs> unknown joker up <laughs> oh, there at the wow. sale.
3: <laughs> I have been to the chicken
2: auction before. Wait, you're revealing their scam now. Oh, it is great though. But my son <laughs> is thinking, "Look, that's slick. I, I have raised the boy right." Yeah, he comes it, in. He comes in just this week. He says, "Daddy, mm-hmm. made forty-seven dollars on my rabbits." Woo! I was like, "Are you kidding?" That's
0: pretty awesome. That is he was bad. Like, yep,
2: he said, "I sold them up there at the farmer's feed. They gonna sell them. I sold them to him seven dollars. But no, it was seven dollars a piece. So it's seven times what seven times eight at uh, forty six forty forty fifty six dollars or whatever it is good gosh <laughs> i used to be good at math fifty six i made fifty six dollars he says i sold him to him for seven dollars he gonna sell them for ten dollars we both come out good i was like yeah, yeah. you get it boy got him wow. thinking. i like that go. little capitalist i'm raising oh, Man, I'm, I kind of
3: fear this. If he ever walks in, I'll be like, hey, here's my wallet.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that kid is awesome. Your son is the man. I mean it. He came up to me one. we are at Baumhauer's one night. He's like, Joey, look at this. And it's a bat like, or what is it? A battering. A battering. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you old fashioned your. It was legit steel, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Paint it black. Cool. A little battering. Oh, that's
3: sweet. And it's
2: deadly. If you actually threw that at something, you, you hurt somebody. You oh, no, kill it actually somebody. It, it, it really works. Wow. He gave me the. I, mean, I helped him with it, but he, he made out the little stencil and the prototype and everything. He's like, Daddy, we're going to make a ring. I was like, yeah, whatever. And so we found some steel. And he's like, here's how you do it. And, and, and we got there and we cut the whole thing out and all. And, and rest his soul, Ben Hagler, big, huge Batman fan. Yeah. And Coleman, he, he's a kind hearted little fella too. He's like, Daddy, I want to make Mr. Ben one. And this And this was about two or three years ago. And we came up here and brought Ben one. And Ben looked like a... Freaking five year old and <coughs> Coleman gave him that battery, he was like, "Where'd you get this?" And Coleman's like, "Ah, oh, we made it." Well, I'll no, tell- really, and he's like, "No, we we, we made it."
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you're doing something right
2: because yeah, no your doubt. kids are awesome, man.
1: Coleman's no, I'm
2: a man. I'm 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 not raising kids. Uh, I'm I'm raising young adults, and I think that's where you mm. fall down in society as a whole and parents and and this is it hits even the more affluent parents than it does the less affluent ones is we raise children mm. and their children until they're 24 25 26 and they're still children and they don't even know how to apply for a loan they yeah. don't know how to fill their car up with gas they don't no we're we're raising young adults is what we're doing. That's I'm, my goal, is to have adults leave my house, not children. No,
1: and that's why as you want your kids to grow up. I mean, you don't necessarily want them to be jaded. I mean, that's where I think I, I, there's a big legitimate worry in, in, on behalf of parents. Like, with the internet these days, you can find you, all sorts of things.
3: You don't want a sheltered
1: kid because you don't know how to do anything. Didn't you say something about you never call your kid little? Was that was it you? I
3: heard somebody say that. I don't know. It might have been. it was barren. Hmm. Somebody said something about never could saying little man or little woman, and I thought about that. I do I say like, little dude. Yeah, well, is,
1: I like saying little dude because you're I, a dude and you're little. I started telling baby girl, I was like, "Oh,
3: you big girl, you know, got to call her big girl. Just give her okay. that that little oomph, you know." And I mean, it may be just a little thing, but it's got to mean something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it makes sense because I don't want her to think she's little little princess. You're not princess, you're queen. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. There yeah. you
1: go. Yeah. All right, Well, we got to hit a quick break here, folks. Uh, this has been fun, yes. It's been very weird talking about <laughs> cows, rocky mountain oysters, and udders, and chickens, and battery. We'll
2: give y'all a test on the fore and rear udder attachment when we come back. Indeed, no, <laughs> and what is proper dairy character and what is not. Now, does
1: one side of the udder sag on occasion? It's not while supposed other stays to, up, but oh, it, it does. But it happens? One size droops a lot more than the other. Gravity, man. With gravity.
2: <laughs> Difference in cows and women is cows don't wear beziers where they can make them look the same. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. I don't know if we're going to be back or not. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio. Set Seth Spotlow, 84, alongside me. Keep
0: listening. Jerry Clark.
2: Joey Clark.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. The song that every person who wanted to play guitar or bass learned when I was in middle school, high school. Because it's not difficult.
0: (laughs) That's
1: what I love about Jack White, too.
2: Takes simple music, but makes it like great great pop songs out of it. Is that seven strums? Just seven way. different strums you have to learn? Or just seven different notes? That's a strum. Okay. So I, I never played.
1: Yeah, but it's just going down the neck. It's real simple. Same with Dazed and Confused by Zeppelin.
2: Mm-hmm. It's one of the first ones I learned on bass. I learned how to play the theme song to Night Court. On bass. Night court. Yeah. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bomp>. <laughs> bon bum 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 That was just a bump, two picks, and a couple of bumps. Is all it was. Could you play the Seinfeld thing? No, I no. I, no. I never watched Seinfeld. Believe it or not.
3: Really? Nuh-uh.
2: I mean, I have in, in since then, but I didn't watch it when it was out. Oh, okay. I was busy. Yeah, busy at that nah, I was busy. That's when Lauren and I first got married, and I was oh, going to school and yeah. working. <clears throat> I imagine you would be busy. That's back when I had a job. I was working like 90 hours a week. Oh, and, my. Yeah. Raising youngins, going to school at night, and yeah. mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Well, and these
1: days, you just keep up the appearance of having a job.
2: Yes, that okay. is correct. Very cool. Very I still cool. drive a work truck. Yeah. so people think I have a job. (laughs) Right. They don't know that I won the lottery. It's a nice (laughs) truck. Yeah. It looks like we have somebody
1: on the phone, guys. Oh, my God. Dave is on the phone. Hey, what's up, Dave?
0: Hey, I was just listening to your conversation. Um, I actually was a little confused with the earlier conversation, Um, but I guess it kind of got cleared up. But I actually had a comment about the ducks and the chickens.
1: The chickens. We. I don't think we brought up ducks, did we? Gentlemen? I said poultry.
2: Yeah, I don't uh, think. Okay. I don't think duck falls under poultry though. It doesn't. No, because it's waterfowl. Anyway.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Didn't uh, know that. So pu- right.
2: poultry would be you know turkey, duck, pheasant, things like not that. Geese. Yeah, geese. Yeah, uh, geese. No nah, geese. Waterfowl. Geese, geese waterfowl. waterfowl too. Yeah. And I don't, maybe there's not a difference. Go ahead. Anyhow. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, uh, no, Joey, no. You seemed a little surprised that that um, the boy was taking care of the of the chicken and I guess it was rabbits.
1: Well, I just don't yeah. expect mm-hmm. that out of kids these days. I think it's awesome, but I was a little surprised.
0: Yeah, well, I was calling in because um, when I was when I was in in um, elementary school, my folks bought some property just outside of the town we were living in, hmm. and they told me the story. Since I don't remember it, I just have to take it for a fact that when I was a little kid like a really little kid, I was obsessed with ducks. And so they'd promised me that I could have ducks if they ever got enough property to have ducks on. So they bought ducks for me when I was in like third grade. And so I just, you know, at that point, I really was, didn't have a big deal either way about the ducks, but it was my job to take care of the ducks. And it was the most brilliant thing my parents had ever done. Right. Because when all my other friends had time to get in trouble, I didn't, because in the morning, where I, where we, where I grew up, it, it was cold, and so in the morning, you'd have to get up and go out there and take the frozen water and replace it with fresh water so they'd have water to drink, and then that, when I'd come home after school, I'd have to come right home also to make sure they had water and fed and all that stuff, hmm. and so that responsibility kept, you know, was actually pretty good, and so I really applaud this gentleman for, for helping his kid out, because I think that is something that we sometimes lack in our modern society of not, you know, being able to fill that responsibility that, yes, yeah, if I don't do this task, this animal will die because right. they're depending on me to do it.
1: Well, it teaches responsibility on something that might not seem a huge deal, but, I mean, you do have an animal's life in your hands. Now, were you raising these for for food, or how? what was the reason for taking care of the dogs As pets, or...?
0: Uh, the, the ducks were originally we, we started raising them for um, eggs and for food, and um, it mm-hmm. turns out though that none of our family really liked duck, hmm. so, so they ended up being more just for for the eggs. But okay. one of our neighbors, we had a windstorm come through, and he ended up with a rooster. Oh no! And so he knew we had ducks, and so he figured for some reason that the rooster would go with the ducks. So he oh, brought the no. rooster down to us, and we put it in. <laughs> With the ducks, well, then we decided, well, the rooster needs company, so we went out and bought some hens, and then we ended up with chickens. Uh, because <laughs> the, the chickens would actually sit on their eggs. Right. And so we started with three chickens, and we ended up with maybe a dozen and a half. Wow. But um, but they would, we, we my folks would eat them, especially the males. They would all get... Turned into food. Well, and I,
1: this is what I'm interested in is the, uh, if you're raising, say, chicken or a duck or even a cow, any animal, when you know you're going to slaughter it and eat it, um, do you name that animal?
0: Sure. No, I didn't name the animals. Uh, I did have, I had two ducks that I named because they were we, we knew we were not going to eat them. And then I had a goose mm-hmm. that it was a pet. So for me, when people talk about eating geese, it is the same as eating a dog.
1: What was the name white. of your uh, pet goose? Uh,
0: fat Albert, actually. <laughs> fat Albert. Speaking of oh, Fat Albert, the eggs, eggs of a, a goose. It was a Chinese huge. goose, yes. which is which oh. is all white. Okay. But I was as a little kid, I was obsessed with Bill Cosby and Fat Albert. I thought that was the greatest show in the world. And so I, I thought it was a, a gander, but then it started laying eggs, and I realized that well, nope, it's a goose. So then it became Alberta. Okay. Yeah, but so, so that, that was the story behind <laughs> that. But my folks actually wanted to raise rabbits, too, because my mom liked rabbits, and she wanted to eat rabbit. And I was like, no, I'm not going to raise a cute fuzzy thing. <laughs> yeah, they're cute <laughs> hey, and fuzzy. They, but... Them
2: things eat really good. Yeah. Yeah. Them little
0: Dutch rabbits.
1: Heck,
2: yeah, but rabbits yeah,
0: kind
1: of, maybe it's because I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail too much, but there's something about a rabbit. Yes, it's cute, it's cuddly, it's adorable. It's, it's munching down on a carrot or some arugula or something Let it like bite her, you cilantro one time. it,
2: it looked they, they hide <laughs> their teeth
1: they hide their teeth so i don't trust
2: time. them oh mm.
1: mm. look at a rabbit i don't want to pick it up i
3: think
2: seth has experience with this uh-huh
3: and ducks are mean they're the most evil oh my waterfowl ever i have something against them they're 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 just if you see a bunch of them and then you Ooh, keep have you ever them.
1: pissed off a swan yeah I, I've been chased by a goose. I don't feel like a duck could break my arm. Well, not Are
3: against you? us, but if you see them at each other, the, oh. the males getting on the females or a male getting mad at another male, he yeah. will eat the heart. Oh, my. He will go, and they will all gang up on the one they don't like. They will peck and peck and pull the feathers out, and they I saw him eat a heart once. It was crazy. Wow. Well, Dave, oh, thank wow.
1: you. I appreciate the call, Dave. All right. Have a good day. You Bye. too. So uh, I didn't mean to take that and lift. Oh, you? no, no. That's it's <laughs> that's pretty cool because nature will sometimes surprise you like that. We're like, oh, we have this nice, comfortable life and everybody, even all these wars over political correctness, anti-PC, I can say what I want. Freedom of speech means I can say Sig Heil. I'm like, yeah, I can, but everybody can like look at you and go. Well, you stop can still saying be judged that. for what you say. <laughs> hey, Tila Tequila, stop saying Sig Heil. Oh, hail Trump with you know, next to Richard Spencer.
3: If you ever want to laugh, go look at her Facebook page. It's hilarious. That lady is nuts. Yeah, You're freaking psycho.
1: No, I brought this up with Dulcan Tomlinson last week. I remember the what is the dating show that starred Teala Tequila Tequila. And the way the show worked was it's like 10 guys and 10 girls competing to date Tila because she was bisexual. She is, I presume, still.
3: Was. Oh. I don't
1: know. She nuts, man. But I I remember when I was watching that show going, there was no way that show could ever be dating Tony Mescal. It would have to be an attractive woman for this show to work. Say there's a bisexual guy named Tony I don't want to watch that show <laughs> i mean i don't watch these shows anyway but i did back in college and you know waste time you know yeah, bad tv
3: yeah i remember it i watched it i hate to admit it but yeah
1: right oh.
3: hey, was-
1: but you know we get into this environment where life is comfortable we mostly are pretty civilized and around the world and yet you'll see something in nature and go oh crap that duck just eat that other duck's heart.
0: Yeah, they're, man. They're it violence. reminds
1: you of the primal, like the where we came from, so
2: to speak. Well, and uh, you know, you and I, we talked about it one yeah. night on your show. Uh, the mating process. It ain't well, like man and woman. We
1: didn't just go and we didn't go into the mating process. And we most
2: certainly did. We Two talked cats. about animal. What?
1: Have you seen two cats
2: oh in the no. mating process? That no. is the most violent thing you'll yes. ever see yeah. in
3: your life. You call it mating process? I call it rape. I'm a fan of the bonobos.
2: <laughs> I can He's still... It, it scarred me from a young child. I was probably seven or eight, and we were... I was with my daddy one day, and I said, Daddy, why are them two cats fighting? He said, son, them cats ain't fighting. I was like, what are they doing? He says, don't worry about it, son. You're not old enough to know you. <laughs>
0: don't yet. worry about
2: it. like, that. okay, or well,
3: whatever. One of the mm. first jokes I ever it's, made was about ducks doing it. And, it, yeah.
2: I oh, mean, yeah, it, chickens and ducks. Oh, oh my gosh, man. They pluck all their feathers out. They hold them down. They bite them in the back of the head. And they're, what they're, in they're the world? violent.
3: Their thing looks like a, a ramen
1: noodle. <laughs> <laughs> and I was checking on from earlier. Uh, I think uh, ducks can be included in poultry. And Ducks are
2: poultry. I think it can be
1: included in that. What what, what do we got here? Examples. We got chicken, duck,
2: emu. That's emu? A, that's that's e- a mean-ass animal, too, an e- emu. Egyptian goose. Nah, are I mean, hadn't either. I had a dude that used to work for me, and he had to kill one with a boa knife. Wow, that's <laughs> so cool. Um, uh, emu attacked him, got on top of him, and I'm talking, you know... That's they got a... them big tallions. man. <laughs> he, was, he was cutting a mess out of Doc, and Doc had to pull his knife out and mm. kill the thing. Wow, that man! Mm. I got
3: I love animals, love them to death. Yeah, but about a week ago, I got bit by a pit on my butt. A pit bull? Yeah. Who's pit bull? Well, it was a friend of mine. I was helping move. We're still cool. The dog. I mean, I'm I'm a little weary. You know, I try not to be. Because they mean, can sense that, and he, man, I, I, have a scar on my, my, my on little your cheek, right nippy. cheek. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh man,
1: mm-hmm. it sorry, happens, man. It's a part of it. Yeah, I've. That's another thing. People who are scared of dogs, like there is an inherent fear I've seen with some people. Like, look at Gimli. Look at his face, my dog or our dog, my oh. brother's dog. No way you're going to be scared of that damn dog.
2: And some people are. Oh, well, they're still mm-hmm. just frightened to death. And it scares the dog when they go to squealing and running off and screaming, dog, dog, dog. Yeah, it's like funny. Emily, I do You think Emily could catch anybody, though. He's, oh, he's pretty he's fast. fast. He's, he's, a little, oh, he's a little
1: pudgy. He's squat. He's not pudgy. Oh. How dare you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's short. Okay. He's short. Big-boned? Yes. Oh, he's one of those... Uh, one of the, uh, he's the, an English He's lab. an English lab. He is. That's what everybody says that has a fat Labrador. <laughs> no. He's an English. He's a true
1: English lab. Fox Red. He's... You no, know, I've actually compared him to other dogs. He's muscle, man. It's ridiculous. We had... Uh, my brother's girlfriend brought her dog over. It's a normal dog. And it's slender and kind of tall. Gimli's short, but he's stout. Not
3: Pudgy. I had a buddy of mine come over to the house and I, you, you know you ask people if they're scared of dogs you don't ask them if they're scared of cats you know a big old dude walks in my house and little my little black cat Cheech it was running up to him you know and he's just like hey an old dude
1: ah! I was like whoa 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 it's cool man he's just saying hi that moment where if you think two dogs are or a dog and a cat whatever it is and it's like people trying to get along you're have your pets together you think we can all hang out in that tense moment where you hear a sound you're like oh no is it about to go down? Am I about to have to fight this dog? You don't know, actually if you own the dog, you probably don't have to fight. He's grabbed by the back of the neck. But it is that moment of things are about to get very real and uh, instinctual around here. We're going back to nature.
3: Man, ooh, one of my buddies got a cat and it was loves my boots. It always loved to roll around and, and that love one day went from love to hate mm. instantly. <laughs> and he was just making out with my shoe, and then climbed up my leg, sat right here, and just patted my face two or three times. And I had a beard, luckily, but he got me right here.
1: Oh man! Wow. And
3: I now I have instant hair lip, and that's kind of why I shaved because I was curious about the scar. I wanted to see what it looked like because it happened three months ago, and I ain't shaved since then.
1: <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah,
3: and it's it's there. I well, can't notice it now. You've got enough stubble coming on your mustache. Yeah. I can't
1: see it even. Well, I got
3: lucky on that one because oh, it wow. needed it needed glue or stitches.
1: No, but you're talking about your dad 84 saying, you know, "Dad, what are those two cats fighting over?" Him? And so they're they're not fighting. My brother was very young when we got a beagle. We named this beagle Nike because, you know, normal beagle color's been on the back of its black back. Uh, there was a single white mark that was exactly a Nike swoosh named it nike and this dog even though it was female liked to um you know lock front arms and hump things um which we all know it's it's a show of dominance and right but Mm -hmm. my whenever nike would do that like hop on my uncle's leg for instance and just start going to town my brother would think it was the funniest thing in the world and start going ah nike's doing the butt (laughs) Dance. <laughs> it's dance. It. You're a victim of the butt dance. <laughs> he thought it was the funniest thing as a little kid, and that's always stuck in my head. Like so, even in college, like roommates got a sock on the door. No, not a sock, a tie, because we were classy in our apartments. It's got a tie on the door. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. time for the butt dance. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the things you remember as a kid it, like ruins you. Oh now speaking of ruined, it's been a long week. I think it's been a great week of shows. This one's been a little more relaxed. But I'm I'm about done, gentlemen. We got about five minutes and I'm done. So I'm gonna give the floor to you guys. Is there anything you wanna get off your chest?
2: Any beef you'd like to settle?
1: Seth? That's a nice hat.
2: You like my hat? Yeah, that's a nice man. That that hat over there. <clears throat> there was a comment made earlier today about it. That, that's a real cowboy hat. It's and, nice. And it kind of got a chuckle as, as opposed to a fake one. <laughs> Whatever. There's a difference. Now, about $200. Yeah. That hat over there, I was wearing that hat. The night that I met my wife. Wow! Oh, sentimental. Sure was. Well, not necessarily sentimental. I met lots of women when I was wearing that hat, but <laughs> I... I, I <laughs> the final <Yeah>. one. <laughs> the only one I took home was my wife, though. And uh, but no, I've had that hat for. Good gosh, man! I bet you twenty-five years now. Wow! And uh, but I mean, it's a you know, mm. it's a good. I mean. Now, you just made me
1: think of something. And how how many relationships did you have
2: before? I thought you weren't going to
1: talk anymore. I thought you turned the floor over. I did for a second. I'm taking my time back, good sir. It's your show. Yeah. Okay. How many girls had you dated or been in a relationship with before you met your lovely wife? I.
2: Let's see. I made a conscious effort to stop dating people. Probably when I was about 18. Oh, my. You were early. How did you make that decision that early? Because I decided the way that I view dating is until I'm ready to get married, I'm not going to date somebody. (gasps) That's a good point. That's where I stand. I wish I did.
0: And so (laughs) I
2: just... I, I mean, I... Uh, yeah, I mean, here and there, you know, I had a date or two, but I okay. didn't have any what you would well, classify as girlfriends. Okay, I had one, two, three, four. Lauren was the last one. Okay, no, that might, I actually cared. You something might not for. be the
1: best example then, how, Seth. How many girlfriends have you had in your life? <sighs> um. Uh, Rough, it doesn't have to uh, do um, it exactly. Well,
3: like long term, I mean, over like a year, maybe uh, uh, maybe a handful, uh, four or five. Four or five? Four or five. five.
1: See, I've never really had a long term relationship. Um, I dated somebody for a few months one time. um, Nowadays, when that happens, you learn how to raise kids. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Because they all got at least two. But. I'll put it this way, in going from one girlfriend to the next, I know it's not like oh I hop from one to the next, it works out how it works out. Did you ever find yourself at certain moments like sharing an interest of yours or like it's a favorite movie or music or just an idea, something about your life maybe it's a restaurant you love uh, something about life that you're sharing with this person for the first time and you're reminded of a person you've shared it with before and you're almost like "Mm, I don't want to like, you almost want to change, because I've already had this moment with somebody else. You know what I mean?
3: Mm, well, I, I try to stay away from that. Yeah? I mean, by the time, when I go from one person to the other person, I make sure the I, my, I have forgot about the original person. Because, I mean, that's what happens. Over time, you just forget. Right. You know, I don't have to worry about forgiving people, because I forget it. See, but there are still songs... Oh, I hate it when they ruin a song.
1: But, like, okay, there's a great song by... It was a Prince protege named Andy Allo. And came out in the 2000s recently. Uh, a song called When Stars Collide. And it will always... I still love the song, and I'll play it for other people, but it, it will always be associated with a particular person.
3: I had some like that, but I, I've already forgot. So the song's back to normal now. Okay. And I've had years of where it has hung in there with me, Hmm. but eventually
2: you do forget about it. That's a nice gift to have, to be able to completely forget things. Well, I drank a lot in my 20s. (laughs) I don't think that's necessarily forgetting,
3: Seth. (laughs) Blacking
2: out, I believe, is what that's called. (laughs)
1: Hey, not anymore, though. I mean, your life can pretty much be summed up with, you know, how long does a cat on a hot roof stay on the roof? As long as she can. Hey, and I—that's well, a good summation of your life. Yeah, basically, uh, and I'm, I guess I'm on the way down now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Well, we're done, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. I'm ready for the weekend, man. Be back on Monday with Troy. And maybe have you all back. I don't know. Uh, I, you know how it works. I might text you one day, be like, hey, come on.
3: This Pinto's down.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was telling me he feels like a pinto in between two 18 wheelers. <laughs> you're getting there, Seth. Hey. I think you're good. Yeah. Canworth will be here. Woo. Thanks, man. Ah, see you all. <laughs> Later. Talk to you on Monday.